All right, welcome. So today we are talking to Alan Rogerson, my father, and he is going to share with us his experience with meditation and what meditation means to him. And I would love to just give the floor over to you and have you talk to us about what meditation has done for you in your life and how it's influenced you and what it means to you. Okay. Um, first off, I wanted to say I appreciate your invitation, and I want your friends to know that I'm in awe of your integrity and your selfless desire to be of service to others. Oh. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Even, yeah, even as a child, you were not materialistic. You never had a list for Santa Claus. And if I recall correctly, at least by the fourth grade, your friends were coming to you for advice. Yeah. Coaching. So I'm, yeah. So I'm very proud of you, the woman you've become. Thank you. I wasn't expecting <clears throat> all of that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, due to the influence of my family, for sure, You've uh, you've always been just really big on integrity and work ethic and treating people, you know, with love and respect. And that's what you bring. You bring just light and love every single day and a fresh new outlook on life. And you always were able to show me, you know, the ray of sunshine in every storm. And so I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that. Wow. Because I was wondering, where'd you get all this integrity? (laughs) Certainly not from me. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think, you know, your your infinity for sharing, you know, your gifts uh, for, you know, being love and light and and inspiring us to want to meditate and to go within and to to have faith and trust and all of that has just been instrumental for so many people, and I'm just honored to be able to share this with everybody. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's it's always fun to talk about something that cannot be put into words. So this ought to be interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I have faith. Yeah. Well, to me, there is nothing that's more critical to understand than what I would like to try to convey. I agree. <clears throat> so there's a lot of things that are called meditation. And people, you know, people have a lot of concepts. And I can only speak to what I've experienced. You know, I haven't I haven't mm-hmm. done this and that, you know. Um a lot of people think that meditation is thinking deeply about something or it's Eastern mysticism or New Age, you know, stuff like that. Or I'm trying not to think at all. Well, yeah, like thinking that you have to stop the monkey mind yeah. or like it, it sounds boring. It does sound boring. Does it sit there and not sounds think? Sounds like a challenge to me, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, try don't just sit there and don't think for one minute. I, you can't do it. Yeah. 
Exactly. So the world is made to distract us. And the only things that distract us are what we're attracted to. That's what makes it difficult is because, you know, um, we have always have a lot to think about. Yeah, and so, passions and desires and drives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But this but this thing in our head that we think is ourself, uh, think about it. The what sings you the songs that you hate over and over and over? That's not yourself. <laughs> not your friend, no. <laughs> no. So I'd I'd like to start with a, a medical research view of what I seek in meditation. And this is from the classic book, Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain, by Betty Edwards. So she she didn't do this research. She just uh, she studied the medical research, and from that she uh, she developed uh, like a like a, a workshop or something, and she was urged to write a book. Okay. <clears throat> so. But what the medical research found, uh, I don't know how to put this, uh, they referred to it as radical surgery on severe epileptics. It's where surgeons severed the corpus callosum, the part of the brain. It's like you're right in the center of your freaking head. it uh it transfers information between the left and right hemispheres mm. and so you know some poor souls had to really suffer for us to find out what they discovered so post surgery they did ex- uh you know like perception experiments on these people they wanted to know i mean how are they viewing the world these days? You know, so they put a partition between their eyes and used two sets of objects. So each eye could only see one set of objects. And the researchers would point to an object and ask the patient, you know, do you know what this is? Yes. And then they would say, is it a whatever it was? You know, yes. Why am I shaking my head no? So this this is what did it, you know. So they they really got into um, wondering what is this, wow. you know. It opened up a whole new level of understanding of how we think. This is something that the yogis and the shamans and the mystics have always known. But we have two different modes of thinking. One part of us thinks in words. And the other part thinks in silence. And from their experiments, they concluded that the silent part of our thinking is a genius in every respect. Mm. Like, it needs not think. Yeah, it, it, it just, it, it, it is. it's a being. Yes, it's our being. So in a normal person, the two modes are seamless, and you would never know the silent part is even there at all, you know. And so, to me, from my point of view, meditation 
is a way to seek to connect with that silent genius within. It's simply a way to change our focus from, you know, all the distractions Mm -hmm. to who we really are. So the part of us that thinks in words is constantly flying around from the past to the future to the past. But the part of us that thinks in silence is anchored to the present, like the present, the gift of all gifts. And there's no time in the silence. And the silence isn't silent. (laughs) There is a music in the silence that you cannot imagine even after you experience it. But you have to get still to even perceive it, you know, to venture into the silence. So babies and little children are swimming in what we seek in meditation. This is how they think. But they begin they begin to forget that magical place as they begin to think by stringing words together into sentences. This is why little ones are so brilliant and learn so quickly. And they'll also tell you the exact same thing, that they're starting to forget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that little boy that wanted to be alone with his new sister and his parents were scared, like, what's he going to do? And so they listened in and he said, please tell me about God. I'm forgetting. I'm beginning to forget. It's funny because he was the one I was thinking of. Wow. And we haven't had this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also why our conscious memories only go back to when we started thinking in words. It makes complete sense. Got it. So this silence is where our wisdom comes from. It's where our consciousness comes from. The words that we, you know, in our head that we think are ourselves, that's just programming. You know, you, you got the English program. You know, we, we both think in English, but, you know. But as who, you said, we are, like, our thoughts are not us. Our, who's speaking in our head is not who we are as a person. When you told me that, that really was a, game changer for me. Yeah. I mean, you can't really unhear that. Think about it. When when you were a little kid, who were you? Were you someone else or were you you? Hmm. When you were a baby, who were you? You were you. That's the you. That's the real you that thinks Hmm. that part that... Pure essence. Yes. And it's still there and it's still pure. So you've probably heard Socrates' quote, right? Know thy ego. Mm, yeah. No, 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 you haven't. I'm, that was a joke. Know thy ego. <laughs> he said, "Know, know thyself," right? The, the That's problem. what I remember. Know thyself. <laughs> I thought this was the second part to it. <laughs> No, no one has to urge us to know our ego. The problem with that quote, to me, 
is that people think they know what it means. They think that it's that self, you know, that what talks in their head. Yeah. That what sings them the songs they hate. So we have woven this cocoon of words around us for a purpose. But many people never discover that purpose. Now we, yeah, we need to, I'm not, you know, bad-mouthing the intellect. You know, we need to communicate. We need to learn language and interact with, with people in society. But... Still to the people, day, yes. Yeah. But, but people would go around feeling like there's something missing. There's something I was supposed to find. But they can't put their finger on it. What, you know, and they're like, what is it? And it's right there the whole time. But it's, it's hidden underneath the, by this cocoon of words. So meanwhile, it's looking out of your eyes. It's hearing with your ears. It's listening to your thoughts. You know? So. so could be the collective thoughts that exactly. might just be floating through the information field. Might yeah. not even be anything, yeah, related. They to might you. not be your thoughts at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very so, interesting. There's yeah. definitely a quantum entanglement <clears throat> that plays a factor. Yeah, and it's fun, you know. You and I find that one consciousness speaking through both of us a lot you know you'll you'll say something to me and I just thought it and I often wonder did I influence you or did you influence me you know um who who thought it first because we're so connected well and it's the same like when when the phone rings and you know who it is because they've already contacted you they're already yeah. talking to you in their head, you know. Exactly. And you so. you just experience things that are on a different level than most that I've ever met. And, you know, it's intriguing to hear the kinds of stories and the experiences that you've had through meditation. And it's, it is different for everybody, I'm sure. And maybe part of it for me is I've been chasing your your visions of meditation and because I have not achieved those same results I find that I'm you know feeling like I may be doing it wrong and you know I'm requesting more information and what does this look like for you and what does it mean to you and how should it feel and why am I hearing my own blood pumping through my fingers you just can't you can't access your own feelings and your own sensations in your body and, and your mind and everything all at once and know, you know, what it's all about. But I feel, I can feel the energy and I, it's almost like I, I can feel the thoughts. Like I don't need to sit there and, and think. And I can access little slivers of silence sometimes. And, and feeling is what it's all about. I can feel can feel that heartbeat you know through my fingertips when I when I place them together and try to meditate but there's something that is such a sabotage within me Mm -hmm. and it's that voice it's that that to-do list it's that 
and you know need to figure it all out and and it can wash out that silence and stillness in two seconds and you know it always seems like it's so important whatever it is that just pops into my mind and I used to really discount that and really get upset with you know this what why do I have to have these brilliant ideas right at the time when I'm trying to get some peace and quiet around here (laughs) and it's like oh wait a minute I finally connected to the source of you know like that's pumping through me and flowing through me and breathing through me and allowed for it to give me a download and some energy and information and I finally was able to plug in and, you know, here I am discounting all of that because I've got this idea of what Mm -hmm. it's supposed to look like. Exactly. It's not. We've got, we've got our paintings already. We've seen other people's paintings and we think, okay, we've seen like the angels coming down from, from the sky. And, you know, I was raised on the Bible. still do. well, yeah, and I, I was raised on the Bible, and so there's a couple of things that come to my mind just from that. And first, the kingdom of God is within, is what it says. And then it says that you must be as little children to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. What is it that children do that adults don't? They think differently. They love with mm. the heart of a child. They forgive with the heart of a child. Yeah, and it's and it's really it's all about the heart. Uh, you know, the heart has a brain of its own. Mm, yes. So, but so we got to get out and of our finding head. the cohesion between the heart and the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you get out of your head? Well, a, I'd love to hear this. I'd love to hear this one. Do tell the rest of the class, please. Do share with us. Well, it's not easy, but, um, well, we've all had those moments when we're in the zone, you know, in the flow and, you know, and time flew by Mm. as we were so focused. This, this isn't foreign to anyone. You know, and no, I don't. Would you like to elaborate? You've never been in the zone. Well, it's different for everyone. You know, yeah. like I, I, I find my flow more when I'm creating something. You know, when yeah. I'm, that's when my mind kind of gets out of the way is when I just allow my hands to take over and you felt that with your art and absolutely that's how I can do or gardening if I'm gardening or washing dishes or something where my hands are busy but I'm able to just kind of shut off there's ways for me to do that but washing dishes is not meditating gardening is not meditating I'm sure it's a form of you know if you can get in well but it's like creating art you know something like that like I can I can access the zone that way but no I sit down I close my eyes I shut off and something else pops in it's different for me well sabotage yeah or a brilliant idea of just brilliant download that's so intense that I just have to go and write it down or 
I'll miss it. Well, and and we're all you've seen people doing extreme sports, like they put on a wingsuit and jump off of a cliff, you know, um, or just driving fast with the radio blaring, uh, or riding a a dirt bike down the side of a mountain. What I used to do was uh, in my twenties, I would run straight down the side of Squaw Peak as fast as I could. It's Payastawa Peak now, and my friends would just. I remember those days. My friends would freeze, and well, I wasn't as wild. Well, yeah, but but why did you do it? The the reason I did it was, well, yeah, because you cannot think fast enough where to put your foot. You have to just do it. And yeah, so you have to mm-hmm. all of these extreme sports are people's way of getting one step ahead of the DJ in their head. Mm. But it's, you know, there's a way to do it without risking your life. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, why don't we talk about that's that? Self, self-knowledge. So I, I've been practicing self-knowledge for almost 49 years. So almost half a century, and I'm not I'm not a great meditator, but self knowledge is about speaking and listening from your heart, doing selfless service for others, and meditation. But these techniques are not just for sitting with your eyes closed. You can do them anytime you remember, and that's what self knowledge is about: remembering, remembering what you knew as a child you know it's so i when i'm driving i can i do two techniques of self-knowledge and and that's a way to keep you in the present to to keep you present with what you are actually doing at the time instead of you know, thinking about everything else, flying around in the past and the future. When you're driving, you need to be present, you know, and, and that's it's why. funny I mean, you, you can access meditation techniques while driving that keep you present. That's a really, like, fabulous addition. Thank you oh, for reminding me. Yeah. I mean, if these techniques could be taken away from me, I wouldn't want to live another day on this it's crazy planet. Crazy beautiful I know, planet. and I think that <laughs> I think that your ability to bring the light in when it is so dark has really been, you know, what's separated um in my life, heaven and hell. I mean, I could have been plunged into darkness many times, but you you were able to keep me in the light with, you know, your with your beautiful words of wisdom and your techniques and your, you know, wanting to share, um, you know, meditation and, and Miraji with everybody. You, you really did open a, a door for me at a young age that allowed for me to have extra support and, um, you know, just such a strong support system with that. And I'm just grateful. You know, I can't, I really wouldn't even want to imagine. Um, not yeah, well, heaven and hell are right or, here. Yeah, and I, I, I can very much see that. 
I see what you, you know, you're capable of, of staying in the light and, and it's always so inspiring, you know. Well, um, and self-knowledge isn't about adding some spiritual practice to your busy day. It's, this is an uncovering, a transformation from the worm that wove the cocoon of words to a magical being emerging really with wings, you know, wings of light. And the, the moment I opened my heart to the message of the this living master, Prem Rawat, uh, also known as Miraji, um, my whole world transformed. And I was not the least bit open. I mean, when my dear friend told me um, I was not even slightly open. I even yelled at her. They get their own concept of what master means or what, you know, the presence of one would mean. Well, like in, in England, uh, somebody who teaches math is a math master, you know, uh, or an English master. Right, a meditation master. But he, he teaches you about who you are. He, he doesn't teach. He he shows, he gives you tools to remember. It's, it's, and that's all it's about. It's about you. It doesn't have to do with anything else except who you really are. Yeah, and, and you know, bringing peace and love and hope and and freedom into the mix. Nothing bad there. I'm grateful. Grateful that I've been able to be around, you know, um, you and everybody in that community. Um, it really has been just a wonderful experience. And anybody who wants to learn more will have an opportunity to do so because I will leave a link um, for learning, you know, more about self-knowledge and meditation. And, um, you know, we've also got your book that just came out, which is like just an incredible visual, um, in a way of just kind of being and, and coloring and enjoying, you know, meditative sayings and affirmations and I, what you put together and the fact that it's hand drawn is just mind blowing. Um, well, it wouldn't have happened inspiring. if you hadn't, uh, you know, inspired me to do so. And I wasn't well, open to that. Out of you. I wasn't I wasn't open to that at, at first either. <laughs> yeah, well and and that's why I know it's all divine. Um, yeah. You know, my numerology stated that I need to walk the path of my bloodline and that is like what do you even do with that statement? I mean, what does that even mean? But then one day I found that my family was on board with the project and at hand and that we all wanted to bring, you know, peace and love and light to the world and raise the vibration. And we were all on board together. And I felt like I was really stepping in and aligning with, you know, uh, with us and our ancestors and the message, you know, and we're just bringing the message of love and light to the world. And I mean, you created an entire meditation book. That's a coloring book. That's all hand drawn. And it, it's, 
it's incredible. That flowed through you. Like it just created itself. It was it did, like, it did flow. It just came pouring out. Yeah. 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 It was so quick. You were doing it like a page or two a day for a minute. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was very inspiring. Um, and it's gorgeous. It's absolutely incredible. And I'm so excited to bring it to the table and Thank to you. be able to launch it and share that with the world and let others get a taste of what I've been able to experience and you know, just being your daughter and, and being around you and, and your encouragement and your inspiration and your love and light. And, oh my gosh, I'm really excited about this. <sighs> so, yeah, it's, it's, but this, um, and this also, this whole conversation also explains imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. as an artist, I've, I've definitely experienced that. Because my ego knows very well that it is not the artist that is using my hands to make these beautiful things. I often was just watching, going, this is incredible what's happening. Just um, in, Back in the early days when I first started painting, I didn't even sign my paintings. I didn't know whose name to put on them because I didn't know who was doing it. I felt like I was channeling. You were. But I really. Well, but I. To my ego. Energy. To my ego, um, it was like somebody else was doing it, and that's that's what it's like. Um, Who we really are is like someone else to who we think we are. You know. Because the ego is is always so strong of a voice and and it's like that's what it needs to be heard and seen but it's been created by everything around it and the conditioning and the outer the outer universe that you know they've been exposed to and so everybody's ego is going to be different and everybody's ego is in place for survival you know it plays parts and then it also gets in the way but it's it's a necessary part of uh wearing one of these physical bodies. You know, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know exactly. it's it's you, very primal. Mhm. But you've managed to show me a million different ways that it's just it's an open channel. The the creativity that flows through us when we allow it, it's just an open channel of, for source to play. And lately I've really, you know, stopped trying to, you know, do things to get my own way. Like I, I want to collaborate with spirit. I ask spirit, how do you want to collaborate today versus trying to bend that energy to my will and make things go my way? I I know Spirit's got, like, a a real, you know, incredible plan that I have no idea about. And so once I open open up to the possibility of collaboration, these kinds of things come through. You all of a sudden create an entire incredible book, and it's all just from collaborating with Source. And, And I just think it's so beautiful that it flowed through you like that. I just wanted to be. I wanted to be experienced and seen 
Well, we're going to have that happen. Well, I think this source or, you know, the silent genius within, I think that fits quite nicely with what Carl Jung called the collective unconscious, the mind of God. Mm. You know, I've experienced eternity in meditation. And eternity, by its very definition, cannot possibly have anything to do with time. People think eternity is a very, 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 very long time. It's not. It's a total absence of time. Wow. The, in the... Oh, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Campbell in the, the Power of Myth, his uh, six-hour interview with uh, Bill Moyers. Bill Moyers asked him about something about eternity. And Joseph Campbell, uh, I was watching this back in the 80s on PBS, and Joseph Campbell got a twinkle in his eye and a little smile, and he said, eternity simply has nothing to do with time. And I I, I actually sat up in my chair, and I thought, he knows from personal experience. So it was obvious from the look on his face. You know, you got a taste to go to heaven, which the Bible says is within, and live forever. It's something that you can do in a second. Every day, you can. In 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 eternity, you can't tell the difference between a second and a million years. It has, it's just, it has nothing to do with that. And what does Miraji like to say? If you don't have what, five minutes to meditate, do an hour? <laughs> I don't remember what to say. <laughs> Basically, like, tough. And, yeah, so. You, well, you don't have five minutes for yourself? Right? You know, you, it's just, it's got to all, like, be 24 hours a day for just, just for your ego, you know. I used to, uh, I used to often wonder where you were in the house. And I was in the closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, well, like it was dark and quiet in there. <laughs> I know, and then I come find you and disturb your your dark, quiet silence that you had crawled into a corner to experience, trying to get away from me, most likely. <laughs> Oh, God, you well, found not, me. Not, How not. did you find me in here? <laughs> oh, this, the gig was up. Once I found you once, it was over. I mean, I knew. I knew. The car is here. Where is he? Oh, he's trying to experience a sliver of eternity without you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you don't have to sit in a closet anymore. That's well, weird. when you were little, you used to you used to tell me about uh, the tech. You know, you were doing the techniques of self knowledge, and you would talk to me about it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that special of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All babies and children do it. Yeah, and you know, there's 
There's a few ways to access things that I've I've seen that are kind of similar. One is martial arts, one is meditation, one is yoga. There's ways of accessing certain things like the Hara. I you know I I watched this incredible um, interview and. I haven't been able to find this information anywhere ever again, and I'm so glad that I was able to capture it. But basically, it was talking about the the hara, which is the energy around your belly button and inside, and you know that area, and how it's kind of like your your golden cord, you know, like your information and, and everything that your connection to the ethers and to source and all of that. It, and and then you you get your you know umbilical cord cut at birth and it kind of severs that in a way and that's your first you know trauma whether it's traumatizing or not it's the first energetic and physical you know um, trauma to your body from what what this lady was saying and well birth so, is in, a, in general is is traumatic yeah and it is it, it's it can be even more so if, if it, you know, becomes an issue. And, and for people thereafter looking for that connection, knowing that they're missing something, they're feeling that mm-hmm. there's something missing. And, and, you know, to be able to restore that um, through this frequency that we've been using in our frequency shop that we sell, um, you know, online right now, and it's called Find Your Way Home, and it's restoring the energy of the Hara and that golden cord, and I just thought it was so fascinating that it brought that up, but it, it does. It feels like we're seeking, and we're searching, and we're trying to get back to home, and that something's missing. Mm-hmm. And that home yeah. is inside. Yeah, and it's been there all along. Mhm. Yeah. All you had to do was click your heels together. I was just thinking that. <laughs> that is hysterical. I actually wake up sometimes doing that. Clicking your heels together? Yeah, there's no place like home. I wake up sometimes doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. So, no, thank you so much for sharing from your heart and from experience and, you know, uh, allowing for others to just get a taste of what could be possible for them. I know everybody's going to have a different experience. I know you've got different experiences, but um, are you able to just share a couple of key things that you can take away from, you know, what you've experienced in meditation? I mean, I've heard you say some wild stuff, everything from, you know, shooting off in outer space to experiencing eternity. Um, do you have any last thoughts or, you know, things you'd like to share? I think shooting off into outer space, those were uh, out-of-body experiences. Oh. That was not That was not in meditation. <laughs> well, then, that's a no- that, whole other podcast. Yeah, that hasn't happened to me in a long time. Well, if there's anything else that you'd like to share before we end our our journey today. Yeah, there is one thing. Um, there's this ancient Greek legend of uh, a warrior king who slew a great dragon. He planted the dragon's teeth, and from these teeth sprang forth an alphabet army 
that slew all the children. The adults had absolutely no recollection of their former lives as divine beings of love. Mm. In other words, the adults are the dead children. Mm. That's deep. So, yeah, this is, uh, there's nothing new age about this. <laughs> this is ancient. Yeah. But again, the stillness you have and the to learn. Silence is ancient. It's us. It's everything else that we've had to learn that has taken us away from that and mm-hmm. the conditioning. Yeah. And jo- Joseph Campbell said that uh, the cave that you fear to enter is where you will find your treasure. Mm. So that that cave is dark and it's silent. And you have and, to be alone with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's and and uh, solitary confinement is supposed to be like this terrible, uh, you know. Um, yeah, except for when you're like trying to seek that out on a daily, and then yeah, you end up in <laughs> pandemic, and oh darn, I gotta stay home and do my artwork. In my meditation and not talk to people, I'm I'm sure you you've been quite yeah, it, okay it's, over there in your solitude. Yeah, it's not a punishment for me, but but then I'm, you know I can go out and and interact with people too when I want to. I don't want to be alone all the time, but just when I'm trying to practice, you know, or or do artwork, um, if I'm doing something that requires creativity i i need to not be distracted you know yeah and that's where you you know you shine and thrive and and i mean it's brought so much light and creativity into my my world and opened doors for me and i mean if anything i could relate my life kind of to the alice in wonderland you know i can go down rabbit holes because of things that you've created and I can find new realities and journey deep within myself and I can do it all just standing in your living room looking at your artwork and I can I can really go deeper and deeper and deeper into the meanings and the depths and the you know the small hidden little gems that you put into all of your work and now I get to enjoy coloring in your new coloring book. So this is just so cool for me. Um, and me. I just got to grow up in a completely different world. And I'm so yeah. grateful for you. And I'm so grateful to that. <clears throat> well, and and we've all grown up in this world that's just beautiful and fantastic. I mean, people people were amazed when a man walked on the moon, you know. Which is barren and lifeless and, and they, they're walking on this beautiful earth every day and they don't even think twice about it. You know? Exactly. And, and, and what they don't realize, I think, is that this is very temporary. Very temporary. And every day can be different. We just, it's what we make of it. Mm hmm. And I think that's what's so fantastic about your book is every page is a new experience and a new opportunity to 
you know, just kind of get away from everything and and experience something new and and get new inspiration and have new hope and a new point of view or something new to focus on for a moment or just to zone out into and mm-hmm. you know I think it'll well, be a beautiful to, addition. Yeah, something to absorb, uh, to reflect. In a way, like looking in a mirror, only you're kind of cleaning the mirror off and, you know. Getting a new, fresh point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And thank you for that. It's going to be incredible for people to experience. And knowing that we can share that with people around the world, oh, gosh, that just touches my heart. And that's en- enriching to my soul. I can get behind that and shout that from the rooftops. Well, thank you for making it happen. Yeah, well, thank you for making it happen. Congratulations. And everybody can find out more about you in the link attached to the podcast. So I will put all the details below for everyone. Cool. Thank you so much for your time today. And I love you. And I love you, baby. Well, happy, happy good, happy good Friday. Yes, happy <clears throat> transformation weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love you. Okay, I love you. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye. Bye.